0: sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got to cover. And now on with the show. My guest today is Donna Serdula. Donna is the founder and president of Vision Board Media, a professional branding company that helps individuals and companies tell their unique stories on LinkedIn and beyond bringing dynamic brand storytelling to the masses and empowering people to dream big. It's her website, linkedinmakeover.com, where she and her team of over 20 writers and coaches help people collide with opportunity and transform their lives via future forward career branding. God, I just love all of that, the way all those words come together. So uh, (laughs) thanks for joining me today, Donna. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I was
1: I was listening to you going
0: wow yeah that's
1: cool I like right <laughs>
0: collide with opportunity. I mean man that is those are good. I have to steal some of that. Okay, so um, thank you for joining me today. We are going to be talking about LinkedIn, which is one of my favorite subjects. Um, and I would like to start by asking you if we have people listening who are wondering if they should even be on LinkedIn what would you tell them well
1: you know your your audience is full of business owners and and I think simply being a business owner is a pretty good indication that LinkedIn is a good place for them um, even if even if they're doing more you know like a B 2 C type of, you know, environment, and they're not thinking about LinkedIn as a way to market to their clients, I still think it's a good place for them to be because LinkedIn is all about your network and, um, you know, your net worth is your network as, uh, as they say. And, and I think to have a place where you can tell your story, introduce yourself, um, a place to potentially recruit talent, a place to research uh, professional service providers and partners and uh, salespeople. It's just this great platform,
0: even if you're not going to use it for out and out marketing. Yeah, I I love that. I think too many people think that it's like all the other social platforms. And so they have to be really focused on marketing, but LinkedIn really is that professional network, right? It's that place where you are connecting with people who you don't know how they're gonna show up, you know, where they fit in your orbit. Yeah. You know, I I would
1: say, don't even think of LinkedIn just right out, you know, right out of the gate. Just don't think of it. Oh, this is a place I can go and market my services. You know, go in and think this is a tool. This is a tool for my business. And I'm going to use this tool for branding. I'm going to use this tool for recruiting. I'm going to use this tool for networking. I'm going to use this tool for business intelligence, right? Right. Like really think about it as here is this database. Like, you know, if you really want to get down to it, that's what LinkedIn is. It's a database of professionals for professionals. And you can use it to research and really get some amazing intel.
0: Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about it that I think people really do not realize that all the research that you can do. So, but let's talk about that for a minute because my understanding and and I could be wrong is that one of the, um, something that you really need to have in place is a pretty um, complete, as complete as possible, pretty full profile, so that LinkedIn helps you look for people you might want to be connected with. Is that still the case? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I would, I would say that you want to have a strong profile for not just for LinkedIn to, you know, connect you with people, but people are checking you out. You know, they're doing that due diligence and they want to know, you know, who it is, (laughs) who am I working with? Who is this person? Why should I trust them? Why should I like them? Um, What do they bring to the table? And and people, you know, check you out, you know, it could be going into a meeting, it could be right before a phone call, it could be, you know, at a conference. But, you know, people want to know and, and really, what they want to know is how should I be judging this person? How should I be reacting to them? You know, what, how should I perceive them? That's what the person is thinking when they're looking at your LinkedIn profile. And you have that control. You have that ability to shape and to really, really change how they perceive you. So, you know, if you find yourself often, you know, getting misjudged or not being seen as as at the level that you
0: are, it could be because your branding is off. Ooh, that's interesting. Okay. So then we need to talk a little bit more about the profile, because back in the day, LinkedIn would say, upload your resume. I
1: know, I know. It used to drive (laughs) me crazy.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, Diane, I mean,
1: when I first started, I, I got on LinkedIn back in 2005. So I have been on for a very long time. And, you know, back then, I remember opening up the LinkedIn profile, and it looked like a resume. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and no one wants to write about themselves. It's not easy to write about yourself. So like, let's, let's take the path of of least resistance. Let's find something that we could just copy and paste in and be done with this, you know, uncomfortable task. And I think LinkedIn LinkedIn recognized it and they, Hey, make, you know, this is the easiest thing. Just copy and paste that resume and be done. But the truth of the matter is that's the worst thing you can do. Most of the people who are, who are your audience, who are listening to this, they're not in job search mode. They do not want to find a job. They've got, they've got a business, right? They've, they, they know what they're doing. So for them to copy and paste a resume in there, they're going to look like a desperate job seeker. Like, I don't think so. so
0: sort of, it, it, they sort of shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: it's, 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 well, it's easy to do. So let's just, let's just copy and paste it in. But, you know, a resume, when done correctly, and there's very few resumes that are done correctly, but that's, yeah. that's for a different podcast episode. Um, but a, 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 a good resume should align you to the next job. Very specifically, it should not talk about the things that you've done in the past that you don't want to do again. Everything in that resume should align you to that next job. However, with LinkedIn, most people aren't on it to get a new job. They're on it for other purposes. They're on it to network. They're on it for sales and prospecting. They're on it uh, for, for branding. They're on it because they're using it as a tool. And, you know, it's the reputation management aspect, you know, to be able to broadcast their message and be seen in a certain way. So if you just copy and paste a resume, you know, it's, You don't want that resume to align you to a job. You want it to align you to clients and prospects and partnerships and investor, you know, opportunities. So it's really, that's the problem I think most people have is their profile is misaligned with their goal.
0: Definitely. Absolutely. And, and outside, I mean, parts of it seem like they're, you know, pretty basic, your experience, your education, blah, blah, blah. But I, I tend to think it's in that summary that people miss yeah. the boat, right?
1: Well, you know, here's the thing, and I, and I said it earlier, and it's, it's very true. It's hard to write about yourself, yeah. you know, and it's hard to write for most people just in general. It's, it's yeah. you know, writing doesn't come easy, especially that nuanced strategic writing where, you know, we want to say who we are, what we do, how we help right? We really want to, we want this to be more of a professional manifesto than a resume. And we want it to really get a person to feel good about who we are. And in order to, to do that and to do it with that, with that nuance, you know, that really conveys, you know, all of your, your accomplishments and your abilities and your warmth and your, you know, personality and, 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 and talk about what you bring to the table and how you help, you know, it's, it's hard and it's hard to do it in the 2000 or so characters that the about section gives. Um, and we also want to do it in a manner that's also optimized because we want to get found for opportunities. You know, so it's, it's really being very yeah. smart in terms of figuring out, one, your target audience, what do they need to know about you? understanding if they were searching for someone like you, what words would they be using? What would they be plugging into the search engine? So we could utilize those words throughout the profile. So you're more apt to turn up in searches and so you can collide with opportunity. Um, But also, you know, we really want to be clear as to what is that message. And we want to be able to say it in a manner that's fun and engaging, gets people excited.
0: You just named all the reasons why people don't do it. (laughs)
1: Oh, <laughs> well, that's why my team's here, and we do it
0: for people. We've been doing it right, since it, 2009. Right? Well, and and this is what people, you know, I, I'm glad we're having this conversation because really, if you're going to be on LinkedIn, which you should, then maximize it and and get you know own and appreciate that this is hard for people yeah. to do. Right? This is why you and I are having this conversation, and so. Seek out the resources that are available to you to make sure that it isn't so hard, right? You know, go to the people who know how to do all of those things. And
1: oh yeah, and God. you know, with with LinkedIn, I mean. And here's the thing: if if like I I have my four dummies book, you know, like I really try to give a lot of opportunities for people to do it themselves, and I try to help them do it themselves. And and the LinkedIn profile is this fabulous excuse it's it's this fabulous challenge to really get deliberate about your brand and your message and you know to really think you know where are you going in this world where are you going in your career what is it that you love what do you want to do more of you know who is your target audience these are things that a lot of people don't ever think about. There's no need for them to really think about it. And, you know, and, and it's always easy to get distracted with something else. But when you sit there and you're looking at that LinkedIn profile, this is, this is when the, you know what, the rubber hits the road, <laughs> it meets the road. Like you can't just, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can copy and paste an old bio or whatever, yeah. but if you really want to be successful, you've got to do some deep thinking. And that's a good thing.
0: Right. Exactly. I mean, we need to be doing that in our businesses anyway. Right. Exactly. All right. Now let's talk about connecting with people. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I I hear, you know, all ranges of, um, you know, what people are comfortable with or what they're thinking they should do. And I'm also, because I'm on LinkedIn, I also experience the people who connect think they're going to connect with me and the way they do it is just, you know, oh, hinky, <laughs> Oh my gosh. And, you know, Uber uh, salesy. And I can, you know, I can always tell when people have gone to a webinar because I get all sorts of requests that say exactly the same thing. Um, so, so talk to the listeners about, you know, I guess, I don't know, best practices for connecting with people and building those relationships.
1: Yeah, you know, I think one thing that you said that really resonates with me, and it's something that I too have seen a real shift in. You know, at one time I used to talk about the LinkedIn headline. Now that's on the intro card at the very top. It's right um, below your name, right next to your, you know, right by your profile picture, and it follows you throughout LinkedIn. And you know, for for what LinkedIn does is the default, it's just your current title and your company. But this is a great place to optimize. This is a great place to really, you know, put, put in your tagline, make it a, into a real headline. And what I'm seeing more and more of is people are taking that. Now, I've always said, like, infuse your keywords, put in a benefit statement, really own it. Um, but I find that a lot of people are taking it a little too far and they're making it really salesy. And it's, in fact, in some ways, it's too, like they are over-promising the world in that headline. And I think it does turn people off, especially when you're connecting, and you go to connect and you see this person with this extremely salesy headline. So, you know, I think you need to, for most people, when you look at LinkedIn, and I said this in the very beginning, you know, LinkedIn is a fabulous place to brand yourself and to market your services and market your company. But I, I don't want you to think that that's all there is. There's so much more to it. And in link, with the LinkedIn realm, it's, it's really more about relationships and value and educating and inspiring people. And when you do that, then this, the marketing and the sales <laughs> come out of it. And I think a lot of people invert that and they come in thinking, all right, let me just start marketing and selling and, you know, promoting everything. And that doesn't really go over all that well. And that also makes it hard to network when people think that you're only
0: networking because you want something out of them. Right. Exactly. Okay. So one of the things that I heard was, you know, LinkedIn is a great place to, share, you know, give information, be of value to other people. So will you share some um, ideas around how people can be doing that? You know, what, what you see is things that work because a lot of people say, you know, I'm putting content out. I'm not getting any sort of reaction to it. You know, let's talk about that,
1: Diane, that because you've just hit a spot that I think it really, it's, it's, it's big for people. And that is I get on LinkedIn and I start creating content and nothing is happening. I'm getting no engagement. I'm getting no traction. I'm getting no impressions. Like what's up. So let's, so I'm going to tell you what's up with LinkedIn. They have, they have a LinkedIn feed. They have an algorithm that is very, very picky (laughs) and It really parses that information, that post, and it shares it to a small subset of users. And then it waits to see how that small subset of users react to it. And if that small subset of users really starts to like and engage with the content, it starts to go out to a bigger and bigger audience. And that's when you start to see more and more engagement and views and comments, all that good stuff. So you think about that very first, you know, subset, that first audience, you know, one, you don't want to just write content on LinkedIn. You want to write content that asks for, promotes, and almost begs for engagement. All right. So it's not enough to go, oh, here's a really interesting article. (laughs) you've got to really look at the article and you've got to say, okay, what is, what am I trying to, you know, what, what value am I delivering and how can I, how can I put it out there in a manner where it hooks people and, you know, you create enough content. So there's that see more link when people click the see more link. you know, So I, I I hope this is making sense, but when you scroll through the LinkedIn feed, if, if, you know, the content is long enough LinkedIn will truncate it and will collapse it. And you have to click see more to see the full post. When people click that see more link, that tells LinkedIn that this is really good content. People want to see more. So that's considered like a first level engagement. And when people click that, LinkedIn goes, okay, this is good quality. I can, I can start to share it with more people. So when people like it, that's another form of engagement. When people comment on it, that's another form of engagement. So you want to create content that, that, that gets people engaging with, the, with your content. I see. So with that said, I'm going to take a step backwards. And that is LinkedIn has stated numerous times that their linkedin feed what their what their goal is it's people you know talking about the things you care about that's 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 their goal in a nutshell people you know talking about the things that you care about and we have to always keep this in our our heads so don't just create content you need to be engaging with other people's content in fact, I would say to everyone who's listening now, unless you're a major, huge influencer and you're creating tons of content, and maybe you even have a team of people, but like then don't listen to me. <laughs> but if you're just an average everyday business owner doing the best you can host on LinkedIn once a week, not once a day, once a week maybe once every two weeks. You don't have to do it all the time because LinkedIn posts live a long time. All right. So post maybe once a week and that's totally doable. The other co- days of the week, engage with other people's posts, like comment and like and share, but like really try to have conversations in other people's posts because what you're doing is you're, you're telling LinkedIn, Hey, these are people that I know. And those people are grateful that you commented. And then when you post, they'll most likely be part of that small first subset of people. And they'll comment and like and share your post because there's now that relationship. And then if you craft that content in a manner where it's a little bit longer than the content that you would craft for Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, because LinkedIn wants people to dwell on their on that content. Right. Right? So the longer you go, the more time they're dwelling. That's another form of, you know, evidence that this is good quality material that should go out further. I've just hit you with a lot of information. Does not this make sense?
0: Oh my gosh. It makes so much sense. And I'm so grateful for it because it, you just connected dots, you know, I mean, what most people, I, excuse me, I hear they just say you just want to be engaging with, it's just not enough information for, to, mm-hmm. for people to really sink their teeth into it and go, ah, yeah, this is worth spending time. This, this is worth doing.
1: Yeah, you want to look at LinkedIn almost as if you're going to a networking event. And when you click on that LinkedIn homepage, you're now in the networking event. And as you scroll through that feed, all of those, those posts are the people at the networking event. And yeah, you could just scroll past all of those things, but that's like ignoring the people that are there going, hey, I want to network. So, you know, you need to stop. You want to look at the content that you're seeing and you want to spend five, 10, 15 seconds and engage with it. And engaging means, sure, you can react to it. and LinkedIn just just added a new uh, uh, reaction icon, the laughing icon, which I think is great because, you know, I think it brings even more personality to the LinkedIn feed than what was ever there before. Um, But so you can react with it, but definitely comment, you know, like react, like when you just react or hit, like it's almost like you're just sort of smiling at the person, nodding, maybe, (laughs) you know, giving them like a little finger (laughs) point point and walking away, but at a networking event, that's not enough. You really do need to walk over to them, shake their hand and say, hey, you know, I really am enjoying what you're saying. This conversation is interesting and this is what I think is fabulous. And this is what it reminds me of. Like really, really put effort into those comments.
0: Okay, now I'm going to ask a question that uh, may sound sort of weird. Um, so feel free to say mm-hmm. I, you know, that's not, that's out there, but I don't know, I'm not even sure how to ask it. So I'll do it this way. Someone's listening and they're thinking to themselves, okay, that is, that's so great. And thanks for the information you've just added, you know, work, a workload to, to my schedule that I don't necessarily have why should I, what, what's, what's the return on that time investment? What am I gonna get as a business for making that commitment to engaging with what other people are saying? Yeah,
1: and, and I really don't feel that LinkedIn requires more time than the other networks that are out there. Um, you know, in fact, if anything, LinkedIn is so much more forgiving when you're not producing a lot of content. In fact, the way they have it structured, you really don't need to create a lot of content. You know, like I said, just you know, maybe one post a a week. Like imagine that in the uh, you know in the uh, Instagram universe, (laughs) you you might might as well not even bother showing up. Yeah. But you know why? Why should you do it? Well, you know what? I mean. When you look at LinkedIn, it's where business owners are. It's where people with a high network <laughs> are. Uh, it's it's people who are professional, who are co- career oriented. You know, these are movers and shakers and they're there, um, you know, and, and to network is, a, is an important thing. You never know when a person's going to need you or they're going to need your services. So if you can just keep popping up on their radar in a very simple, easy way, You know, they won't forget you. And when they do need you, they'll remember that you're there. You know, and I think the other part of it is with LinkedIn, you know, you want to relate to people. You you don't want people to think, oh, there's so-and-so who's just a consultant, you know, but hey, there's so-and-so who, you know, really... They, they're adding value and they're a, a real person and they're fun and they've got a personality like that's the type of person you want to work with
0: right. and that's you what know, people it, are looking for right yeah looking it's for people they can relate to yeah it, it
1: it's it's a humanizing yeah. aspect
0: yeah
1: but right. in, in not only is it humanizing it also builds you right because i mean so often I talk to people you know and and they're like you know People aren't relating to me where I should be. Like I have this huge career. I've done so much, but people don't seem to to see it. They don't respect, you know, my background. And and why is that? Well, the reason is is you haven't told anyone this. You're branding yourself as you did five, 10 years ago. Uh You know, and that's what people are seeing today. So, you know, for a lot of business owners, and hey, I've been guilty of this myself, you know, the you know, what, what do they say? The uh, cobbler's coward, kid has no hand shoes,
0: hand, Yes.
1: <laughs> but I've, I have to do with this myself where I have to say, wait, where am I now in my business? And what have I accomplished? And I have to sit down and go, all right, let me, let me, let me dream a little bigger. Let me figure out what my new story is, you know, because it's not the one that I was telling 10, 15 years ago.
0: Right. Right. Because it evolves, right? It so evolves. You have to go back and and revisit and 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 let me ask you this question: When it comes to sharing content, is is it? Um, I, I've heard you know differing views. Should people be sharing articles on that? You know, the LinkedIn write an article. Should they be sharing a? Instead of like a blog post from their website? should they be doing videos? what What do you think?
1: Well, articles don't do as well on LinkedIn as they used to. you know and 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 it is hard to sit down and write an article. You know, like okay. It's not something that you know a lot of people just you know can't wait to do. Um, I would say, focus more on posting. Um, you know, you could take, you can take maybe, you know, things that you've done or stories or advice that you have. I mean, you can, you can certainly utilize links to articles, but, you know, just think to yourself, you know, what's, what's going on in my world and what do I want to share? You know, what's, you know, maybe you keep getting quest- the same question, um, from clients. Maybe that would make a good post, Um, You know, maybe something's going on in the industry that you have a way of, you know, a great improvement or, you know, it it could be pretty much anything. In fact, um, if you visit my website, if you go to linkedin-makeover.com, I'm going, I'm actually creating, and it's going to be live within the next couple of days. It's a LinkedIn post idea generator.
0: Oh, nice.
1: So you click on it and it'll, it'll give you an idea for a post with three hashtags.
0: Wow. That's really valuable because that is, I mean, people do get stuck with, you know, what should I talk about? And
1: everyone always sort of falls back on, oh, let me just share a link. Well, here's the problem with sharing links outside of LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn wants that feed to be people, you know, talk about the things you care about, but it also wants it to be sticky. When I say sticky, they don't want you leaving, <laughs> right? They want you to stay on LinkedIn because that's how they're going to generate, you know, ad revenue. So, if you start, if you all you do are share links outside of LinkedIn, those posts don't do well. Why should LinkedIn boost a post that takes their viewer away?
0: Yeah, a good point. Let's talk for a minute. I'm going to shift a little bit to um, a question that I get often, which is about connecting with competitors, like people will say to me, uh, you know, I don't understand why my, you know, competitors are reaching out to me on LinkedIn to connect. I think they're looking to see who my clients are so they can poach. Yeah. What do you say?
1: Have you ever seen that movie, The Godfather? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's scene. My father has taught me many things. He taught me to keep my friends My enemies, my my friends close, but my enemies closer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I often like to think of that, you know, keep your enemies closer. Uh, You know what? I'm, I I truly believe that we're at a point where, yeah, there's competition, but there's a lot of business to go around. (laughs) And, and I, I just. I, I've never ever thought. Oh, let me let me go to a person like a competitor's page and try to poach all their clients. Like wow. that would be a weight, a royal waste of time. <laughs> you know. So I think there's always this underlying fear, but the fear isn't ne- necessarily necessarily rational. Yeah. Um, you you have to ask yourself. You know, like. Do you want to be connected to them? And if if the person has connected with, you know, has sent you that connection request, you have two options. You say yes or you say no. If you say yes, you get to follow them and you get to see what they're talking about and you get to see what's going on in your industry. I I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. And I I would and I welcome, I would say, let's welcome competitors to see what you're doing and to see how successful you are and, and all the innovative great things that you're you're up to.
0: Yeah. So I so agree with you. And, and I think one thing people have to bear in mind is if you're really serving your customers and your clients, your competition's not going to be able to duplicate you.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So it doesn't, you know they can try they're probably not trying to do it but they could try it's not going to work because there really is enough business to go around and and there's a synergy with having the right business right and working mm-hmm. with the people who you should be working with and so there may be times i find there are times when um i need those people so i can refer people to them people i'm not going to work with yeah right So, and it just increases the value that I have within my network when I can do that.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm thinking of um, this, uh, within the LinkedIn realm, they they call it co-op. How do they, how do you pronounce it? like it's a cooperative predator, like a cooperative, like a, yeah, it's like you collaborate and you cooperate, but there's still a competitor, but you're so friendly and there's so much business to go around. You just, you're always, it's like, uh, you know, the rising tide lifts all ships.
0: Yeah, right, right. It's having an abundance mindset, not a scarcity mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now along those lines, I'm going to ask you another question. People ask me all the time. Um, Should people be paying for LinkedIn?
1: I would, I would say this when, when the time is right, if you're using LinkedIn and you're using it in a manner that, you know, you're, you're, you're in there and you're, you're, you're really using it like a tool when the time is right for you to, pony up (laughs) that time, it it will become very apparent to you. There will not be a question in your mind. So if a person has to say, Oh, should I, it's not time yet. That's a great, great point. You'll know when it's time, because there's a few things that will happen. Um, One, you'll start to say things like, you know what? I wish I could see more than just the last five people who checked out my profile. I want to see like 90 days worth that's, that's one of the first inklings that you may want to start to think about paying for LinkedIn. Um, the second thing that'll happen, that'll make you start to go, Ooh, I think I should pay. Um, you hit the maximum limit of search. So you've done so much, you've conducted so much, ser- you know, you've searched for so many people and companies that LinkedIn says, oh, you can't conduct any more searches until the next, until the beginning of the next month. That's a really good sign (laughs) because that means you're really using it. And, you know, so if if you've hit that maximum search limit, that's a good sign. Another sign that you may want to start to pay for LinkedIn is you are, maybe you're using the services, you know, one of the new services page, you know, from the LinkedIn marketplace. and, um, And you're thinking to yourself, you know what? I want anybody to reach out to me, whether or not I'm connected to them. I want third degree and secondary connections to be able to message me freely. Then that's a really good sign that you want to upgrade.
0: And how do people know which upgrade? Because there's sales navigator, there's, I don't know, premium. I don't even know what there is anymore. How do they know which one is the one?
1: LinkedIn does a really good job of, 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 Putting it into buckets, you know, if you're a recruiter, you're going to do the recruiter package. If you're doing a lot of sales and prospecting, you're going to want the sales navigator. And then there's the um, if you're looking for a job, there's the job, you know, the job seeker one. Yeah. And then there's then there's like a more of a just like a LinkedIn Turbo, <laughs> which I think is their executive. It's just a little, you know, a few more bells and whistles added to the LinkedIn. Um, uh, interface. So you, you should be able to figure it out. LinkedIn will already have an idea of where you belong and they'll start offering you free, free months. (laughs) And then you just take it, (laughs) take it and
0: run. I get it. Oh my gosh. This is so helpful. And yes, it is a lot of information, but that's, what's great about podcasts is people can listen over and over again. Right and and really take it one step at a time and absorb the information uh, gradually. I think one of the most valuable things is that you don't have to be posting as often, but engaging with people is really, you know, it's just shifting how you're spending your time and, and yeah. where you're spending your time, right?
1: It's it's so true. and And something so simple as that will make a big difference in your your traction in your um just success with linkedin.
0: Yeah yeah I really appreciate this Donna. Um will you tell the listeners how they can find you and you know what you've got going on and how you can help. Sure. So so you can absolutely find me on LinkedIn. Um, (laughs) Wait a minute (laughs) I know
1: it's crazy. (laughs) Um, if you can follow me, hit the follow button. Um, and when you hit follow, there will be a little star that pops up on the upper right part of my profile. If you click that star, you'll get notified when I do post. So it's a great way of just keeping up with all of the tips and tricks and things that I'm, I'm put, putting out there on LinkedIn. So definitely hit follow, then hit the star. And um, you know, if you visit my website, my website's linkedin-makeover.com, and we have services to help people. So if you need help with, with your profile, with telling that story, um, we have, you know, done for it services. But we also have a lot of um, free tools and, and courses as well. So um, I, I did talk about uh, the LinkedIn post ideas generator. That's, I mean, that's going to be live just within days. So probably by the time you hear this, it'll be out there. Um, we also have a course loud on LinkedIn and it really deconstructs how to be successful, how to make your time most valuable on LinkedIn. Like how can you really, you know, make sure that that time investment is giving you a reward.
0: That is so great. I'll make sure all of this is um, in the notes as well. Because this is really, really tremendously valuable information. So thank you so much again for joining me.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. And listeners, thank you. You are who we're doing this for. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts.